0: So today I wanted to talk about identity and the sense that I need to be who I believe other people need me to be. And this is something that is ongoing for me. It's something I'm still digesting and taking apart, but it kind of shows up in different areas and it's something I'm seeing with other people. And it seems like it's part of the transition and the journey to getting to know who you are as a person. Part of that is kind of taking apart what it is that makes you who you are. And as you go through different um, stages in life, as you go through different transitions, it, trials, tests, what happens in my experience is that I've found that different parts of you and things that help you identify yourself get taken away. So if I say, for example, you know, a big one is moving from one place to another. So I've moved around a lot in my life. And if you think about coming to a new place, you're starting from scratch. You're gonna live in a new home, you're gonna have new neighbors, new culture, new country, um, you're gonna to have to make new friends, um, you've got now this a brand new dynamic, you're in a new environment, you know, the community that you're moving into. What are the people like? What is the message like? What are you know, what kind of company are you gonna be able to find? Will you meet people who you can relate to on a personal level? Are you going to end up being alone for a while? All of these uh, big transitions and I I never really realized how much of who I thought I was or how much of um, who I define myself to be. The ways I define myself, a lot of them were anchored in external things. So like your job my job title, or who my friends are, or the university I went to. These are all things that we use to define ourselves. I am, you know, the daughter of so-and-so, the sister of these people. I come from this family. I'm married to this person. I'm the mother of these children. Um, I, I do this kind of work. I run this project. All of these different things define me, and, and there I have multiple roles that I play. And if I were to take all of those things away, and that, as I was saying, it happens when you move to a new place because nobody knows who you are, nobody knows anything about you. You have to start from scratch now and start to redefine and re-explore and figure out how things are going to work for you in the new context. And doing that over and over again and feeling uh, like you are losing the things that anchor you down to the ground, the things that feel solid, the things that feel like um, those are the things that you used to hold on to, losing those things makes you question now, can I create anchors and can I define myself and can I ground myself in something that is more consistent than that? And for me, I think that's where connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes in because No matter where I go in the world, no matter what's happening around me, whatever situation I'm in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always there. He's a continuing, ongoing part of my life. And my connection to Qur'an or Salah, any of these kind of personal things, are part of me that I take with me, inside of me, wherever I go, whoever I'm with. And all of the external factors can be stripped away. Anything can happen, anything can change, you know, at the blink of an eye circumstances can change. And if I am holding onto those things, or I'm, I am tying my sense of self to those things, then if they are lost, or if anything suddenly changes, then that means my sense of self is going to be compromised. I'm going to lose myself. And that's, that's high stakes to lose yourself. The other part of it for me is looking at who I think I'm supposed to be according to what I'm reading from, you know, the community, what I'm reading from, you know, my family members, this external expectation that I think is what people are looking for from me. The belief that I held that I need to be a certain way in order to teach people Qur'an or I need to be a certain person if I'm a mom or I need to be a certain person now that I have, have been married, you know, these kind of ideas that I have to change parts of myself and edit and cut and paste because now I've taken on a new role. So how do external expectations impact the way I interact with the world from the inside? And you know, subhanAllah, this is something that has just been huge for me. It's a massive realization and it's a huge ongoing transition. You know, from where I'm at right now is that when I started teaching Quran and Quranic reflection to women, I thought that going into that, I was going to be teaching them rules. I was going to be teaching them a process. I was going to be teaching them... How to recite, you know, it was very technical. You know, I have a particular skill that I'm trying to teach someone else. And with time and more and more interaction with students, it became evident that that was not the business. That's not what I was for. It's not to say that I wouldn't teach those things, but those things are the means. They're a means to an end. And what I'm offering and what I'm giving my students was way more. It was way more than reading or learning how to find a message or dealing with tafsir books. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the skill. It wasn't the technical aspect. I am in the business of creating connection. I'm in the business of connecting women to the message of the Qur'an in a way that sustains them and carries them through whatever life is throwing at them. It's about taking that connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to the Qur'an and removing it from the realm of external influence. So just like I was saying, you know, I'm expected to be a certain way. I think that in order for me to qualify as a good Muslim or a teacher or someone who's a role model to others, I need to dress a certain way, speak a certain way, conduct myself in a certain way. And there is truth to that. You know, there's merit to having good character and conducting myself. In a particular way that is understood to be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that is personal. That's an internal thing. It's not, it should not be in reaction to my environment. So taking this connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to Quran, to Salah, and turning it into something that's your own, that's personal, that's real, that's a huge step. It's a big process. A lot of us are taught faith and you know the rituals of salah and dua are taught to us as something that we should do. It's something that is imposed initially from the outside. And as we get older and mature, it becomes something that we come to understand better and we get to see how, okay, this is a tool that is important that's mine and it helps me connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I need Him and I need that connection. Now, if you can make the transition from thinking that it's something that you have to do, it's something that controls the way you should appear in the world, into seeing your connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as something that lifts you up and helps you when you're in need, making that connection is worth a lot more than fancy recitation or pretty writing or any kind of technical skill. It's the heart of the matter. It's the real deal. And for me, you know, seeing that I thought, So much of who I am as a person had to be excluded from my interaction with my students because, you know, if I am myself or if I'm too much of myself, then my students won't take me seriously. Or, you know, I'm doing a disservice as a Quran teacher if I am not, you know, serious all the time or I don't keep a distance between me and my students and I'm not extremely curt. You know, this idea that I have to be a... Um, very uh, uptight and rigid (laughs) or else I seem like I'm not taking the knowledge seriously or giving it its due right or its due respect and that's where the line is drawn for me between taking what I do seriously and my work seriously which I which I do absolutely and taking myself too seriously and there's a line between the two and I'm coming to see that now what my students and the community need from me is for me to be more of myself, to be honest and to be true and to give them my best work more than them needing me to, you know, put up a front or act a certain way. And that is really, really important because I used to literally be imprisoned by fear and the idea that I have to, they need me to be this you know, ideal image of a, you know, a teacher or they need me to not show weakness or show that I struggle or show that I also go through ups and downs. You know, if I'm a role model for everyone else, if I'm showing that I lapse too, then I'm letting them down in some way. And I just made it into this huge burden. You know, I let where I'm at with myself get in the way of me being able to show up and do my best work. And alhamdulillah, now I feel like I'm transitioning into a new phase of getting over myself ultimately and just seeing that, you know, I'm a human being, I'm a person and I have gifts and I have things to share and things to help others. And if I am unable to get out of my own way and do the work that I'm called to do, then I'm doing a disservice to them and I'm doing a disservice to myself and I am doing, you know, A disservice to the the faith and to the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has entrusted people knowledge to share. So that's really what I wanted to share today. I know it's a lot and I feel like I'm still a bit fragmented and unable to clearly express what I'm trying to say. I hope it came across um, and I think that where everyone's at in their own personal journey obviously you'll hear what makes sense to you and maybe other parts will feel just like I'm rambling. So if that's the case, that's fine too. But um, do let me know your thoughts, inshallah. You can send me an email or send a message on Instagram. Um, I'd love to hear from you and Jazakumullahu khairam for following along and listening. So with that, I'll close inshallah. And just a final note that you can support my work by visiting patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Quran Journal. Q-U-R-A-N-J-O-U-R-N-A-L. And what that is, is an opportunity to commit to $5 a month starting or more. And what that does is it allows me to continue to create great content, inshallah ta'ala, and not have to worry too much about how I'll fund the work. So any contribution is much appreciated. And do share and spread the word if you found it beneficial. Barakallahu feekum for listening. assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.